0: Hey, sweet friend, welcome to the free and well podcast. I am so glad you're here. Are you ready to start growing your confidence and knowing that you are enough? Are you ready to stop being so hard on yourself, second guessing yourself and putting off those amazing goals you have? Hey friend, I'm Devony. I'm a recovering perfectionist and people pleaser. I'm a therapist, life coach, and a dog mom. And I remember being right where you are. I'm on a mission to share with you powerful faith and psychology based tools to help you start being kinder to yourself, start creating consistent positive, healthy routines and start setting healthy boundaries. It's time for you to break free from self doubt and your inner critic. You are worthy and enough just as you are today. And even though I'm a therapist, this show is for educational purposes only. Information from this show is not a substitute for mental health or medical treatment. All right, my friend, it is your time. Let's dig in and take some real, authentic, perfectly imperfect action together. Let's go. Perfect. So a little bit about me before we dive in. If we have not met or interacted anywhere, my Debbie, hi, hello. So glad that you're here. So, I am a therapist and I also am a life coach. And what my work really, really focuses on is really supporting women and knowing that they are enough and feeling more confident. That's what my work is all centered around and really using a faith and psychology led approach because I feel like there aren't enough resources out there that are really psychology backed and supported that also acknowledge and use our faith as well. I think that was something that I really struggled with when I was kind of starting out in my personal growth journey, is that I felt like, like I had these two different parts of me, where I was going through grad school, learning about all these amazing psychology back tools and healing tools, and then I have my faith over here. And so that's just so much of what I want to do here, whether it's on the podcast, in blue, my group coaching program, um, in private coaching, or even on these workshops, anywhere in my space, I want to be infusing these things together because they're so powerful. There's so much here. So, okay, we're going to, we're going to dive right in. Okay, so why this matters. So what I first want you to think about What I first want you to think about is why does this feel important to you, right? You're obviously listening to this podcast episode. You are obviously here with me live or watching this replay because this matters to you. This idea of, I really want to stop being so hard on myself. I really want to stop being so hard on myself. So I want you to tell us, tell me either in the comments or just jot this down in your journal for yourself, but I would love to know in the comments, why does this feel important to you? Why does you starting to be kinder, more compassionate, more gentle towards yourself feel important for you. Why is this important? Okay. I would love to know if you feel comfortable sharing in the comments, but I just kind of want us to pause there because you're obviously investing this time because this matters to you, right? And so getting really clear on why does this matter to me? Why does this feel important is really, really helpful. Okay. So a couple of different things that we're going to talk about related to why does this matter, right? Why am I having this conversation with you? Why should we care? Why are we spending time here? Why does this matter, right? Your time is so precious. Why are we spending time talking about this? So why this is so important. Okay. And then I'm going to talk about a couple of reasons of why we may struggle with this. So first, why this matters, The first really huge, really huge piece, and this is overarching, overarching with everything that I share with you, is that so much of the mental struggles that we have, insecurity, self-doubt, comparison, not feeling worthy, um, right? All of these things keep us focused on unhelpful and unproductive things honestly, right? Because imagine if you were struggling less with being really hard on yourself, criticizing yourself, there are so many other things that I can imagine you really want to be spending your energy and your time on, right? And I know for me, like there was a long period of my life where I struggled with these things so much, anxiety, self-doubt, insecurity, overthinking everything in my head all the time. Like I was a professional overthinker, professional rabbit hole diver. Right. And there are so many other things that I know you want to be doing with your time and your energy, and that God wants you to be doing with your time and your energy. And these things are distractions. These things are distractions. So that's number one, why we need to be talking about this and really be intentional about this healing that you're already doing. You're already here, you're doing the work, right? I know that about you that if you're here, you're listening, you're doing that work already. So number one, self-judgment and self-criticism keeps us focused on unhelpful things. Unhelpful things. It's a distraction. It's all a distraction from the enemy. Distraction to keep us focused on other unproductive things because there is so much that you are here to do, to create, to experience, to be. And it's a distraction. Number two, self-judgment reinforces unhelpful thoughts and thinking patterns. So it keeps us really, really stuck in unhelpful thoughts and thinking patterns. It reinforces those things. And I'm going to go more into this in a little bit. Number three, when we guide with self-criticism, when we guide self-criticism, there's actually lots of impact mentally, physically. There's a lot of impact on our health and on our well-being. Okay, last one. It keeps us from making the moves that we want to make. It keeps us from making the moves that we want to make. And if you are here with me live, I want you to let me know down in the comments. Why are you wanting to break free from self-judgment, from self-criticism? Why does this feel important for you? is is one of these reasons that I just shared resonating with you? That it's keeping you focused on unhelpful things. That's keeping you distracted from the life that you really want to be living, from who you really want to be showing up as. Do you feel like you're getting caught up in these unhelpful thought patterns? Are you noticing some of those negative side effects? Is it keeping you from making the moves towards your goals? because we're so focused on judging ourselves, criticizing ourselves, that it's keeping you in procrastination mode, in avoidance mode, in dissociating and disconnecting
1: mode, right? Okay. So I'm gonna keep this part really brief
0: um, because I, I wanna get to the good stuff. I wanna get to the good stuff, but I do feel it's important for us to name a couple of reasons why we may struggle a lot with self-criticism. So there's a couple different reasons why this may come up a lot for us. So one is that it could be a learned way of treating ourselves based on experiences that we went through when we were younger. So if we experienced a lot of judgment from our primary caregivers or people around us, or even just impactful moments of that in our lives, maybe from peers even, Sometimes we can then internalize those things and we take that on for ourselves. So if we experienced some of that when we were younger, another reason why this can come up a lot is as a protective mechanism. So if I feel like other people are going to be really judgmental, if I feel like I'm not going to meet their expectations or their standards, I maybe am going to start judging myself really heavily to protect myself from their judgment. Okay. And then the last one in some of the research that I was doing recently, which was super interesting, um, was talking about how our brain does this to motivate us. Our brain actually does this as a motivator because it feels like it needs us to be um, pushing ourselves and like motivating ourselves with criticism and with judgment. Really, really interesting. Um, Always drop drop in the comments if you have any questions any thoughts i would love to hear okay so a couple of interesting little nuggets before we get into the good stuff and into our kind of experiential journey journey journaling and breathing practice um okay a couple of interesting thing that things that came up in uh the research that i was doing so a couple of other Things about self criticism. So, one thing when we are feeling like our self concept, who we are, is being threatened, we can move into our brain, moves us into this. We need to take action and can move us into this criticism state. So, if we feel there is some type of situation or experience, either someone else or an experience we're going through that is threatening our ideas about who we are our understanding of who we are, we can move into this self-criticism mode because our brain is trying to protect us. Our brain is like, we need to take action. We need to do something here. And so sometimes that can be what's going on here when this is coming up. It's our brain triggering us to take action. But here is the really important piece. Here's the really important piece around this. And this is why the nervous system is something that I've started talking more about. It's something that we go through and bloom together because when we are in, okay, so I'm going to give a very general breakdown of, of a couple of the important pieces that we need to know about the nervous
1: system here, okay? In any given moment you are in one of, let's just keep it general. This is a
0: very general breakdown, very general breakdown. In any given moment, you are in one of three nervous system states. You are either in your window of tolerance, it's right in the center, you're in your window of tolerance. In this window, your nervous system feels like we've got this, we're capable, we can handle whatever's going on here, okay? Your window of tolerance is when you feel regulated, you feel present, you feel connected.
1: Everything feels like doable and manageable here, okay? That's your window of tolerance in the center here. If your nervous
0: system is sensing that we need to take action, something is feeling, um, something is feeling unsafe here, we need to take action. Your nervous system is going to move you into this fight or flight space, where we can probably handle this, but we need all of our resources. We need absolutely every resource to handle whatever is going on here. So this is fight or flight. This is when we have, you know, the butterflies, the sweats, the you know shallow breathing, um, difficulty thinking clearly. We're not making super sensible choices because we're feeling activated. That's the fight or flight mode, okay? And that's literally your brain. Brain is like, hey, this is this is what we need to do here to protect ourselves, okay? The third one, the third one down here that you might be in in any given moment is this hypoarousal, like freeze state. This is freeze, shut down. Your nervous system is sensing that there's actually too much going on here. There is too much happening here. We can't handle it. We're gonna totally disconnect, totally dissociate, totally numb ourselves because we can't handle what's happening here, emotionally, mentally, physically, okay? So in any given moment, you are either in this fight or flight, your window of tolerance, or this hypo arousal shutdown freeze mode, okay? Fight or flight, your window of tolerance or freeze. And again, this is a very general, general description. There's obviously so many complexities to this, but I wanna keep it simple so it's easier to kind of grasp right now. So in any given moment, you are in one of these three states. Something that we do not realize Is that when we are judging ourselves, so let's imagine, okay, let's imagine you mess up at work, you make a mistake, it happened, it happens, right? You made a mistake, okay? I was literally here, literally within the last two days, okay, you make a mistake and your brain, super curious, for me, I tend to go a lot more to the fight or flight space, I, I experience anxiety. Um, and so my my autopilot, I don't shut down too often. I more so go up to the fight or flight. That's a much more common response for me. And so imagining when you're in this fight or flight mode, we are not thinking super clearly. We are not thinking rationally or effectively. We literally cannot access this front part of our brain that is in charge of rational thinking, problem solving, like Literally. That part of our brain is not active and is not activated when we are in fight or flight mode. Okay. So when we, I messed up at work, right? I messed up at work. I start to have these emotions come up. Maybe it's some emotions of guilt, sadness, uh, frustration, whatever those emotions are. As soon as those emotions come up, I have, I I can move in a couple different directions here. I can either soothe myself and say, wow, this is really hard. This sucks. (laughs) This sucks, right? I'm going to turn my heater off. Like, okay. I have these, I messed up at work, have these emotions come up, feeling frustrated with myself. I'm feeling super bummed. Maybe I'm feeling regretful. Maybe there's some shame or some, whatever those are that's coming up. Okay. If I move in a direction, I can either soothe myself and say, "Wow, this is really hard." Oh, of course, you feel this way. This is really difficult. Oh my gosh, right? I can move into this self-compassion stance, or if I move in, if I move into this space of self-judgment, the self-judgment around the mistake that I made, self-judgment around why am I feeling this way? You shouldn't be feeling this way. Oh my gosh. You know, judging my emotions, judging how I'm feeling, judging all of that, that sends you into fight or flight.
1: Self judgment and self criticism send you into that fight or flight mode.
0: And if we spend too much time there, or if we spend so much time there, it is exhausting for our bodies. We are not meant to spend all of our time in fight or flight and shutdown. We're we're meant to spend a lot of our time in our window of tolerance.
1: So in these moments, and this is why, this is why, so much of Bloom is around this. And so much of
0: what I teach on my podcast and these workshops is around this because it's not like, oh, I'm just like really hard on myself and it sucks. Literally, when we are hard on ourselves, it sends us into a fight or flight response that is very hard on our body, very hard on our body in the long term. And even in the moments when we are in fight or flight, we cannot access the prefrontal cortex. We cannot access rational thinking. We cannot access um, you know, effective problem solving. We, we can't access those things when we are self-criticizing and sending ourselves into that fight or flight space. Okay. Hey, friend. thanks for joining. Oh my gosh. You're so sweet. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So exhausting for our bodies. 100%. Bloom is amazing. Yes. Thank you. Drea has gone through bloom. Awesome. Okay. So That is one reason why I preach so much about self-compassion and about how we respond to our thoughts and our feelings is huge because it can send us into fight or flight mode, which is just,
1: it's not helpful. It's exhausting. It's a drain of our resources. Okay. Let's see. Okay.
0: Okay. I'm not going to go a ton into, unless I hear in the comments that you really want me to share you know, a couple more reasons of why we may struggle with this, I really want to move more into the practices. So drop in the comments if you want me to share more about why we struggle with this. I totally can. Um, But I really want us to move into our practice. So what I'll do is I'll drop a couple of articles um, in the comments below. I'll drop a couple of articles below so you can check them out later, uh, which are super interesting. Okay, so what I want us to do here, I want us to just pause for a second, and I want you to let me know in the comments what is standing out to you. What is standing out to you? Yes, amazing. Yes, Straya. we're going to move into our practice. Perfect. Okay, and even if you're listening to on the podcast right now, I want you to take a second, just notice what is standing out to you. Is it some of the reasons why we struggle with this? Is it how this is really impacting you? Is it kind of some interesting?
1: nugget about self-criticism that you didn't know before? What is standing out to you here? And I'm going to take a sip of my coffee. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Perfect. So what we're going to do
0: is I want us to, we're going to spend maybe the next five or so minutes um, just kind of turning inward turning inwards, slowing down. So if you are obviously driving, operating heavy machinery, please do not do this. I feel the need to just share that disclaimer. Please do not do this right now. Come back to this when you have the time and the space. Um, What I would love for you to do, we are going to take a couple of breaths because that is how I like to start any practice. Okay. What we're going to do is yes. And if you're like at work or something, just you can hit, head up on the top of this video on the top right hand side, click the three little dots and you should be able to save this post and then you can just come back to it later if you want to come back to do this journaling when you have more time and more space. Okay, so what we are going to do here, we are going to take a couple of breaths. We are going to come back into our windows of tolerance here to make sure that we are feeling grounded and centered. Um that our our nervous system knows that we are safe here because in that space, we can really connect with ourselves. We can really connect with spirit. We can really connect with what's going on here. That's how we do this best. It is really difficult for us to connect with, you know, with God, with ourselves in a really genuine way if we're feeling super activated or super triggered. Mm, Yes. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, bringing faith into the picture to stay in your window of tolerance. Love that. Love that. Amazing. Okay, so we're going to take a couple of nice breaths here. If you would like to close your eyes, if that feels safe for you right now, go ahead and do that. If that doesn't feel safe for you, just find something nice to rest your gaze on. This could be something that you're looking at, something around you. If that feels safer, do that. Always encourage you to listen to your body, acknowledge what feels safe and comfortable for you. And then placing your hands either on your heart or one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly. This loving touch is also very soothing for our nervous system to help us feel safe, to release some of that anxiety, that fight or flight energy, coming back into our window of tolerance here.
1: Okay? Taking a really nice big breath in through the nose for four seconds, counting to four. Breathing out through your nose for six seconds. And keeping your mind counting
0: keeps us focused on the breathing when our mind wants to wander. Okay, so again, breathing in through the nose and counting to four in your mind.
1: Breathing out through the mouth, counting to six. Last one, breathing in through the nose, counting to four. Breathing out through the mouth, counting to six. Okay, and noticing here how we are feeling, just checking in.
0: And I want to just let you know that everything we just did, all of those little pieces are all supportive of soothing our nervous system, letting our nervous system know we can come back into our window. The loving touch, the very intentional extra slow exhale is very supportive as well. All of these pieces are helping you come back into your window of tolerance. Okay, amazing. What I would love for you to do I'm gonna guide us through some journaling here. So if you have a journal out or maybe just open up the notes app on your phone, whatever feels better for you. And then feel free to drop anything in the comments that you would like to share. If not, you can keep this a private
1: experience. That is absolutely okay. Okay. The first journaling prompt that I want us to spend a couple moments on here.
0: Where do you notice self-criticism comes up the most for you? Where do you find yourself being the most critical of yourself? This could be a specific situation. This could be a specific setting in your life. Uh, so maybe it's at work. Maybe it's with your partner. Maybe it's with um, your friends, right? Right. Or maybe it's a specific situation, but I'm going to give you about one minute here to journal this out. Where do I see the
1: most self-criticism come up for me, the most judgment? Where am I the hardest on myself? You can feel free to put some music on wherever you are. If that feels nice. Next question for you. I'm going to drop in the chat one of my absolute favorite lists of all time. Okay. I I dropped below and if you're listening to the podcast, I will make
0: sure that this link is below as well for you to work through. I want you to name If we were to imagine that you wanted to move away from self-judgment and move towards something, what would that value, quality, attribute be? So I'll read off some examples if you don't have access to this list. Let's say if I wanna move away from self-judgment, maybe we want to move towards compassion maybe we want
1: to move towards gratitude or harmony or health what is the value
0: that you want to move towards and a really great way of imagining this
1: is thinking about when we when we think about changing altering how we
0: are thinking how we are behaving it's deeply important that we connect it to who do i want to be this is the type of person i want to be not just oh i just want to stop doing this you know but no this is this is who i want to be so if we are shifting away from someone who really struggles with self-judgment and self-criticism it's because you want to be what's that value? You want to experience more. You want to create more. What in your life? We're bringing it down to the soul level. This is not just about self-judgment, my friend. This is about who do you want to be? How do you want to treat yourself? How do you want to show up in the world? What is the value? I love that so much. Yes, in the comments, making it our new normal, just part of who we are. Yes, yes, yes. And that's what a that's what this is all about, right? Is it's we're sh- we're shifting, releasing these patterns of behavior, of speaking to ourselves, of thinking, of being that are not really you that are not you, that are not helpful. We are are releasing them. We are breaking free from them, releasing them so that your truest, most authentic, most
1: genuine self can emerge in the world so that you can be her. Okay, so you
0: named what is the value that you're moving towards? If I'm moving away from self-criticism, I'm moving towards
1: what? Journal it out. Let me know in the comments, whatever's come, whatever you feel led to do. I would love to know. Next question here for our journaling. If you were to move
0: toward that value a little bit, if you were moving away from self-criticism and moving towards this value of maybe it's compassion, maybe it's
1: uh, worthiness, maybe it's love, maybe it's gentleness, warmth, care, whatever it is. What are maybe one or two statements
0: that you would use and share with yourself in a difficult moment? So if we're shifting away from the self-criticism, moving towards whatever this value is, what are one or two statements, affirmations, mantras, loving words that you would share with yourself? in a tough moment. And this is one of my favorite things to do is
1: to help you create these mantras affirmations because they're so huge. If this feels difficult for you, if this specific question feels difficult for you, I want you to ask yourself what are a couple of things that I would tell a friend if a friend was having a tough moment?
0: especially related to the situation that you identified earlier, right? You pointed out where in my life do I kind of criticize myself the most? What would I tell a friend who was in that situation or who was struggling with that?
1: What would I tell a friend in that moment or in that experience? Sometimes it's easier for us to think about how would I treat a friend here? Let
0: me know what questions you have below. I would love to help you walk through this. I want you to walk away from today with two loving, encouraging statements, affirmations, mantras that you can write on a post-it and take with you, that you can take with you. Okay. So again, just walking you through this. So we have the really clear picture. We pinned... Where do I notice the most self-judgment for myself? Where am I the hardest on myself? In what area of my life? In what situation? We identified what is the value that I really want to move towards if I'm moving away from self-criticism. And then what are two statements, mantras, that I would start practicing if I was living out that value? So if I am moving away from self-criticism, and I am moving more towards, so for I'm just going to use a personal example. I am moving towards, for me personally right now, I would probably say the word would be embracing or acceptance. So really being more, and this is again, just personally where I'm at, truly deeply in new levels, accepting what's coming up for me accepting what feelings are coming up, accepting the thoughts that I'm having, accepting situations for what they are to see them clearly, acceptance and embracing and embracing the darker parts of me, the, the shadows that I have, the, the wounds that I like being open and willing to acknowledge those and see them and honor them in a much deeper way than I have before, like really wanting to know those parts of myself And I think for a long time, I haven't wanted to. (laughs) And so in new ways, in new ways, opening up to that, accepting, embracing. So for me, maybe those
1: mantras or affirmations would sound like for these moments, I am open and I embrace whatever I'm truly feeling here. I accept
0: myself as I am. I accept whatever is coming up for me, no matter how dark or scary or painful. I am open and accepting. My hands are open. Right? Those are a couple of examples. So let me know below if you have any questions, anything that's coming up for you. If you're listening to this on the podcast, head over into our Facebook community. I'll be sure. Or just comment on this video with your questions. And I would love nothing more than to help you create a couple of statements or mantras that you can move through and kind of use to practice this week, okay? This is I'm not even joking you. This is one of my absolute favorite things is helping people create mantras around what they're trying to create or step
1: into or move towards who they're feeling led to be. It's one of my favorite things. Okay. Tell me, I want you to just take a second here, checking in. Noticing what is coming up for you. And then in this next section, we're going to move into a couple of other practical tools. But I want you to take a second and just notice. What is standing out to you? You can
0: let me know or just think about it for yourself. I think it's so important because there's so much here to just notice what's standing out to you. What's standing out to you? What do you for
1: sure want to take with you when you leave this? Amazing. Okay, my friends. Okay, for our last couple of minutes here, a couple
0: of other practical tools I want you to walk away with. I'm all about the practical stuff. So, a couple of practical tools that I want to share with you. Number one powerful, powerful, powerful to just start noticing when your self criticism has the microphone. Often, We don't even realize that our self-criticism has taken over. We don't realize that that's even happening.
1: And or we just feel like that's ourself. We feel like that's ourself. So what
0: I want you to start doing is noticing when your self-criticism is starting to take over. And that could sound literally like, okay, I'm noticing myself. I'm noticing some self-criticism is taking over here. I'm noticing self-criticism. I'm noticing some criticism here. Just starting to notice it creates space between you and the thoughts. Okay. This is a huge, huge, huge part of what I teach in Bloom. So much of it is literally how do we create space between you and these thoughts? Because so often this is us and our thoughts. We're intertwined.
1: We're intertwined. We think that we are the thoughts like, okay. Okay. Number one, just start noticing when your self-criticism is coming up and has the microphone. Just
0: starting to become more aware of this. Number two, I would absolutely encourage some type of mindfulness practice. Some type of mindfulness practice. Okay. So, whether that is literally the three breaths that we took earlier, just start there once a day. Start there once a day. The idea of mindfulness is that it is intentionally paying attention to what you are experiencing without judgment in any given moment. So, literally, you counting your inhale and counting your exhale is being mindful because you're keeping your mind focused on something very intentionally. I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on this. I just decided other ways that we can practice mindfulness that do not have to include you sitting down because if any of you struggle with anxiety and or ADHD, no, which I do uh, know that that can feel very difficult. And I actually hear that from a lot of people. They're like, well, like I have ADHD and I really can't sit to meditate, which is super valid. And I think we don't talk enough about what are other ways we can do that. So anyway, I will do a whole podcast episode on that. The idea of mindfulness and why it is so important to periodically practice bringing the mind back in. When your mind wanders, bring it back into the breath, bring it back into counting the inhale, counting the exhale, is because we are building those muscles of not letting your mind just take you on wild rides all the time, right? And this is something that I know for me, like every thought that came up in my mind, I would feel... Had something valid to say. I needed to analyze it. I needed to understand why it was here, and now I'm like, okay, my mind is a literal problem-solving machine. Mind, I love you. I thank you, and you are very helpful. Honestly, like I, I need you. You're very helpful, but in some scenarios, I no thank you. In some scenarios, I'm good, and so mindfulness helps us practice that. It helps us build that muscle of. I don't need to let my mind be in the driver's seat, okay? I can bring my attention back, bring my attention back, okay. Last thing that I want to say, last thing I want to share with you is that I just want to acknowledge, if if you take nothing else from this, I think this would be a really helpful piece to jot down and keep with you, is that. Whatever you are struggling with about yourself right now, whatever you want to change about yourself, whether it's I'm really self-critical, whether it's, you know, I'm really struggling with, I don't know, What whatever it is, whatever it is, typically, and especially in this scenario that we're using today, your mind is always just trying to protect you. So if you make, make sure we like make a note of this, your mind is always trying to protect you. Your mind is always trying to protect you from getting hurt. Your mind wants to make sure, you know, your mind wants to make sure that you survive. And I think it's so easy for us to kind of villainize these parts of us, villainize, oh my gosh, my mind is the worst. I can't do this. I struggle with this, it's, right? I'm so hard on myself. It's like we make ourselves the enemy. Your mind is just trying to protect you. And all of these other habits that you have that you feel are not helpful for you, you learn them along the way and they served a purpose. They made sense at the time. You needed it for something. It served a purpose. There's a reason why. It made sense when you were little or when you went through that experience and you learned it and it helped you get through whatever you were going through and was the most functional thing that you had at the time. It was the best idea your brain had at the time. Okay. So I just. I could, I could go on about that forever because we don't need to judge ourselves for the things that we struggle with. We don't need to judge ourselves for all of these things. Your mind just wants to protect you. And all of the things that you want to change, air quotes about yourself, are just things that you learned that protected you at some point and that made sense at some point. So we can acknowledge that and then say from there, and now I get to choose to do something different. I learned this along the way. It helped me. It, it did something for me that I needed at the time. And now I'm going to choose something else. I'm going to choose a different way. Okay. Let me know in the comments if you have any thoughts, any questions, anything at all if you're listening on the podcast and have any thoughts, questions, come over to the Facebook group, comment on the video. I Would love, love, love nothing more than to answer any questions or thoughts that are coming up for you. Okay. What I want to do here, really quick, is I want to know what is standing out most to you. What is one thing that is standing out most to you, or one thing that you absolutely want to take away? I would love to know. And then I'm going to share really quickly about bloom because today is the last day to get early bird pricing it's the last day to get early bird pricing. I'm going to leave space. Okay. So while I'm sharing about bloom, drop in the comments, let me know what is standing out the most to you. What do you absolutely want to take away with you? And thank you for the compliment on my sweater. P.S. Thank you. Okay. Okay. My friends. So if this is something that you are wanting to dig deeper, If you're like, no, this was amazing, I'm good. You can, that's totally okay. Um, I'm so glad that you are here. So glad that you joined me. I'm gonna be hosting these monthly workshops um, moving forward and I'm so stoked and I'm so grateful to be here with you. So thank you for being here. Um, Let me know, as I said, any questions, any thoughts, anything at all, drop in the comments. I'm here for you. Um, And then if you're curious about Bloom or diving deeper into any of this, I'm going to share with you for the next couple minutes about what that program looks like. So Bloom, we are starting next Wednesday, and it is an eight-week group coaching program, all surrounding around helping you know that you are enough and helping you feel more confident. And so it A very intentionally structured, we have every week, we have a different theme. So one week, we're going to focus on um, self-compassion. One week, we're focusing on your strengths and gifts. One week, we are focusing on uh, what to do when we're in those rabbit holes, those overthinking spaces, the ruminating, what to do in those moments. So every week, there is a very intentional theme that we are focusing on. And then within that theme, every week, you are going to get um, a weekly tool. You're going to get a tool. So some type of meditation, affirmation, journal prompt, and then a weekly training via Voxer. Excuse me. So on Wednesdays, I will be in Voxer live at a designated time for you to join me. And I will share with you an audio training on digging very deep, digging deeply into whatever that theme is, whatever this new tool is to really help you in uncovering what is coming up for you around this. What do your struggles look like with? So let's imagine the rabbit hole example. What what does this look like for you? What do these struggles look like for you? Okay. And then moving into the, what do we do with that? I'll share with you a very effective tool um, or a couple of tools to see whichever one resonates with you. And then we'll go into, how are you gonna practice this? What will this look like in your day to day? How will you actually implement this for yourself? Um, I don't ever share, I don't ever want to share anything that you don't then know how to implement. That feels so important to me. So that's what you'll get every week. And then we also have a group chat on Voxer as well, where you can send audio messages and text messages to the other ladies and to me to receive coaching um, and support and accountability. And I'm just... I'm so I'm so excited. I'm so excited because I know, no, 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 that the next eight weeks within this space is going to be so incredibly impactful um, in helping women break free from insecurities, comparison, self-doubt, um, questioning yourself, second-guessing yourself all of these things so that by the end of the eight weeks, you have this powerful, effective toolkit of very effective tools. You'll have created new habits, new routines, um, different ways of responding when comparison comes up. When second-guessing yourself comes up, you will have tools to really respond to those things um, and feel equipped and empowered to handle difficult thoughts and feelings that come up around these topics. Um, so I'm so excited. It is it, this This program is like my baby. I'm so, so excited. We start next week. It will be eight weeks and I cannot wait. So today is the last day to get early bird pricing. I will drop the link to make sure that you can go save your spot. And then again, You can sign up all the way through next Tuesday, but today is the last day to receive the 20% off early bird pricing. So let me know below if you have any questions at all. And again, the things that we're focusing on in the program is deeply shifting how you speak to yourself, how you treat yourself, moving from the self-judgment the self-compassion, warm, encouraging self-talk, um, giving you really helpful mental wellness tools for when your mind tries to take you on those rabbit holes and the wild ride um, of really supporting you in that, and that you have a toolkit. That that's the big thing that you have a toolkit. This really is like foundations. You're going to walk away with so many amazing tools and new practices, new ways of thinking about things, new ways of seeing yourself. And I absolutely cannot wait. So let me know if you have any questions. If you have any thoughts, I'm here to answer. Um, and again, I'll drop the link for you to go save your spot today. Amazing. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing. Huge connection of when I notice self-criticism and affirmation, moving myself to I do add value to others. I love that so much. Amazing. Okay. Thank you so much for being here, everybody. I so appreciate you and your time, and this investing in yourself and being here. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, a link to check out that early bird or save your spot in bloom is below. And then also, if you have any questions or thoughts, please drop a comment. I'm here.
1: Okay. I appreciate you, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning
0: in today. I hope this episode spoke to you and encouraged you. And before you go, I have an online community that is just for you. Head to freeandwellcommunity.com and be sure to enter your email so you can be the first to hear about new episodes, to get Monday morning journal prompts, and to get special gifts from me. All right, my friend, I will see you at our next coaching coffee date. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day.